Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Bird's Nest Podcast. I'm Joe Donahue. Thank you so much for joining us. The bonus episode that you're getting today is not one that I was expecting to make, but then again, I don't think the afternoon hosts on Sports Radio 94 WIP, the leading sports talk radio station in the city of Philadelphia, were expecting to have A.J. Brown call into their show. So, we get what we get here. But that is exactly what happened, and why I'm doing this extra episode here because we want to take a few moments here to dissect this interview that A.J. Brown had with predominantly Ike Reese, although Jack Fritz was also on the show. We wanted to take some time to dissect this interview and see what we could learn about the Eagles' historic collapse from their 10-1 start, because we did learn a few things from A.J. Brown Now, I will say this. It seems like, based off of listening to the interview and also listening to a segment that was cut out and posted on WIP's YouTube channel, on their website, on their social media pages, that it seemed like A.J. Brown was responding to comments that were made by the incoming co-host of the afternoon show, Spike Eskin. He had some things to say about, really, the player's relationship with the media, especially when it comes down to times being rough and things of that nature. Now, Spike Eskin was not on the show on Friday afternoon, so Ike Reese was doing a lot of the trying to smooth things over. A.J. Brown went off on the media in terms of taking an approach that may not seek understanding, but only seeks to spread rumors and things that might not necessarily be the most true things going on. And A.J. Brown outright said that it was because of stuff like this that he actually took a little bit of a hiatus from speaking to the media. That does come with certain penalties from the NFL because players are expected to be available to the media. But A.J. Brown took a hiatus from it because of this treatment. You see what the media is doing right now? This this past whole month. wonder why. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to him. I don't want to talk to him because... No matter what I say, you guys gonna make a story anyway and pinpoint it however you want to pinpoint it. So, and it and it was turned to a fact because it was turned into AJ AJ upset at the Eagles. Not the Eagles are or or upset or no. It was always AJ and and it was always that narrative. And I didn't want to I didn't want to do my teammates like that. Now I'm not gonna speak for other outlets or other reporters or anything to that effect. I just tried to create a place here where we can talk football, especially Eagles football. I don't have the connections necessary to be able to spread any kind of a rumor. You're not going to find me breaking news per se, although if anybody has news they want to share and it's legit, definitely feel free to reach out. And of course, if AJ Brown wants to come on the show, I'm happy to have him on. But there are definitely things that the Philly sports fan can learn that the Eagles fan can learn from this interview that have nothing to do with how athletes view the media when they're winning, when they're losing, etc. It led to some greater insight as to what's going on in the locker room during that stretch and to a certain extent 
during the entire season. The Eagles went 10-1 to start the season. They had the best record in the league by a couple of games. But A.J. Brown did share that nobody in the locker room viewed them as the best team in the league. If you look back closely, I said it a few, few seconds ago that we were playing like the best team in the league. No, we wasn't. We may have the best record in the league, but we wasn't playing like the best team in the league. It was like that all year. Yeah. But we, we were scratching away again win. And so... When stuff started to really unravel and stuff like that, stuff started uh, to not go as planned, then you saw you saw what was happening. And then, like I said earlier, it was a domino effect, and it was trying to stop the bleed, and it was just, everything was just going too fast at that point. Now, that is an absolutely fair statement, and that is something that, honestly, was very apparent over the course of the first chunk of the season, that this team was a flawed team, that somehow seemed to find a way to win games. For me, I remember as I was watching every single game, I streamed most of the games here on Bird's Nest Media. The wins were ugly. And unless you're talking about the first matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or maybe a couple of other games, I'm thinking specifically about Miami, the Eagles didn't win in any kind of a commanding fashion. And when they lost, they were absolutely decimated. So to hear A.J. Brown indicate that it's a domino effect of problems that were present during the first part of the season, it definitely rings true with what I was watching. Now, A.J. Brown did say that the reason for the Eagles going 1-7 and seven over the course of the final eight games of the season, he said that that was because the players didn't execute and it wasn't so much on the coaches. And that is consistent with what he said in the locker room late in the season after he had taken his media hiatus. A.J. is absolutely right. The players didn't execute. The team just, very simply put, didn't show up. My concern about that, and I'm not discrediting anything that AJ says here, my concern about that is, if that is true, why do you announce the hiring of seven new assistant coaches? Why do you let go of both of your coordinators the year after making the Super Bowl? And how do you have such a cataclysmic collapse at the end of the season? So much so that after the bye week, you're giving up hundreds of yards in run game. Not in total offense. In run game. How do you fall from the number one run defense all the way down to number 10? That is the stuff that leads one to believe that, you know what? the Eagles' problems might be more coaching. The whole reason why this conversation was news is, for a lot of Eagles fans, that collapse from 10-1 and 1 is still a mystery. So it's good that we got to hear from somebody who had to live that and had to deal with it on a first-person experience level. We got to hear also from that person Surrounding his flare-ups on the sidelines, there was a lot of speculation that A.J. Brown was not happy with the amount of targets that he was getting. Now, A.J. Brown in the 2023 regular season was targeted 158 times. That is 8th in the league. 
you compare that to 2022 when AJ Brown was actually targeted 145 times, which is 10th in the league. So AJ Brown actually had an increase in the number of times that he was targeted. And that is one of those reasons where I don't think I overtly said it, but subconsciously I kind of wrote off some of those rumors and some of those conversations because at the end of the day, A.J. Brown was still a core piece of the offense. The concern that I had was there was something else going on, and honestly, I think that a lot of it was very much in line with what he said to Jack Fritz and Ike Reese on the afternoon show today, where he was just frustrated by the performance of the team. And the final thing that was on fans' minds was whether or not A.J. Brown is happy here in Philadelphia. And that's something that he's had to deal with since some issues with his Twitter account, which apparently was hacked for a brief period of time. It is now back in his possession as of at some point between yesterday and today. The bigger thing that was fueling some of the unhappiness commentary was the fact that he had scrubbed his Instagram account, his Twitter account, of references to the Eagles. And that has, in certain cases, historically indicated that the athlete and the team, there's some kind of ill will between the two of them. But A.J. Brown did say that while he does acknowledge it's a business, he was very upfront with what he wants. Listen, I, I can have plans, but also, I also know it's a business, but I can tell you this, I want to be here, and, and that's all I can say. So, so yeah. And I think when you look at the Eagles' offense before A.J. Brown arrived and the Eagles' offense after A.J. Brown arrived, and when you look at the Titans' offense before A.J. Brown left and the Titans' offense after A.J. Brown left, I think I can speak for the overwhelming majority of Philadelphia Eagles fans when I say that I'm happy that A.J. Brown is on the team. We have a stellar wide receiver, a choice weapon for Jalen Hurts, and I think that this particular interview offered deeper insight into how the players viewed the end of the season, because this interview seemed to be unprompted. It definitely didn't seem like the Eagles PR staff was on board with the idea. I don't think A.J. Brown was coached. I think that this was... Honestly, some authentic A.J. Brown offering some insights into what was going on behind the scenes. But as always, let me know what you think in the comments below. What do you think about A.J. Brown calling into the WIP afternoon show? What do you think that we might have learned from it? Did it give you any degree of confidence that this team is going to be able to rise from the historic collapse that marked the end of this past season and grow to be a better team going forward let me know and thank you so much to everybody for tuning into the bird's nest podcast you can support the bird's nest podcast by liking and subscribing to bird's nest media right here on youtube and by sharing to your social media pages you can also find us on soundcloud itunes google play music amazon podcasts and spotify Please visit birdsnestmedia.com for additional Eagles coverage. And if you feel so inclined to support us in a different way, you can find the link to our Patreon in the description below. 
or at birdsnestmedia.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's go Eagles!